Greetings and welcome to Disrupt Your Day with Petula Sankarsing. I am the CEO and founder of Vision Ready. Disrupt Your Day brings you the struggles, stories, and success of entrepreneurs to learn from and disrupt your day. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Our po- um, welcome to our podcast, Disrupt Your Day. I am your host, Patula Sankar Singh. Today, we have Prajakta, our wonderful entrepreneur who is in the world of health and yoga and just some really great stuff for us to learn from her journey as an entrepreneur, her story and her her success. She'll also share some great tips um, to stay healthy throughout your journey that I think is really important for us as entrepreneurs to learn um, and have as part of our our daily routine um, for our health success as well. Hello and welcome. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm I'm fine. And thank you so much for inviting me on your podcast as a guest. Uh, it's truly my honor and my pleasure to be here uh, to share uh, my story with your audience. Oh, well, thank you so much. We, we're honored to have you here as well. So I know you've been an entrepreneur for a while, right? For about mm-hmm. close, like- close to 20 years, close to 20 ah. years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So tell us, you know, like your start and your struggles and just your story and your path up until now. Okay. All right. So I really have to kind of, uh, you know, think through and remind <laughs> my life here. Uh, but um, I completed most of my education back in India. That's where I grew up. Um, and then after coming to United States, I took my further education uh, in the university, I uh, had to complete the uh, 10-month-long internship mm-hmm. so that I could practice here in United States as a registered dietitian. And after completing all that, uh, my professional journey really started uh, working as a dietitian in a long-term care facility. And uh, that was back in Minneapolis. And I did that about, I would say, four or five months, not not a huge experience there, but definitely that was my first step in this field of nutrition. And then um, I had to leave my job because uh, my husband and I decided to move to Phoenix, uh, which was uh, warmer weather, which is what we were looking for. Um, So after coming to um, Phoenix, Arizona, I I started my career here, uh, working in the local hospital as a registered dietitian, uh, taking care of all the inpatient inpatient uh, people who were admit admitting in the hospital and looking for some dietary advice uh, for cholesterol management and uh, weight loss and diabetes. Those were my uh, big uh, group of people who were looking for some help. And definitely that was a, that was a start of my career. And I really gained a lot of good experience there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
learned to lot of different things which not necessarily were taught to me when i was back in college because always there's a big difference between what you learn in college versus what you actually get experience like a hands on experience mm-hmm. when you start to work and um i worked there total for 9 to 10 years and then uh, i decided when i was still working in the hospital that um, i should start to start my own practice and the 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 reason i started through this uh, mm-hmm. you know thought is because what i realized that i am passionate about the uh, work that i was doing to the clients in who were admitting in the hospital but mm-hmm. uh, the people there or the or the patients in the hospital uh, they were not necessarily always into the nutrition advice and wow. i'll tell you the reason for that because uh, what i realized is their goal at that time was getting out of the hospital getting discharged as quickly as possible the people were admitting in the hospital for some serious problem either mm-hmm. have they had to undergo surgery or they were really sick and maybe having some lot of infection yeah. which was a priority so talking about their uh, dietary changes was not always on their top priority list mm-hmm. because they were in the pain their goal was to kind of you know uh, get better and recover through the uh, intense surgery that mm-hmm. they had possibly happened so uh, what i was i started to notice that even if mm-hmm. i want to spend a lot of time with them uh, helping them out with their diet they were not in that position to accept that advice from me in a positive way because yeah. they had lot more other things on their mind which definitely was a priority for them at that time and what i started to realize is i am not getting 100% satisfaction of what mm-hmm. i do because a of the limited time that i could spend with each patient there and two uh, people were not always keen on the nutritional advice because yeah. their priorities were different and that's what made me explore more into private yeah. practice and one day i just decided okay here i am i am going to go out and start my work there what i did is i did not have a office space at that time um i i definitely got some help from uh, some mentor some you know other colleagues of mine yeah, to kind so- of uh you know learn more about what does the private practice look like um i started working on um accepting insurances because that was yeah, a right. that was yep the health insurances because that was like a, a big thing i thought at that point because uh people i would get more referrals based on that so i started that process and i literally started my journey uh visiting people either in their homes or yes. if they're not comfortable maybe at a starbucks or somewhere mm-hmm. and just started my work there and slowly as i get i as i got into this um private practice area uh, of course i was gaining lot more experiences and i was uh gaining credibility uh mm-hmm. building trust with people and uh that's how it started to happen that i got i got more and more referrals from word of mouth um i started my own office in the area uh close to my home and mm-hmm. uh, doc- 
I started meeting the physicians, talking them about what I do, uh, collecting testimonials from my clients who had yeah. I had seen before, and kind of you know building my relationships with them. Uh, and then I got uh, you know referrals from the doctors in the area, which is still kind of keep coming, and I'm I'm really happy with that. And plus, most now that I'm I'm in private practice for almost ten years now. Yeah. Um, I feel that I have definitely built a credibility, built trust with people. Mm -hmm. uh, people have started to recognize me and my business and what I do. Uh, so definitely I, I am getting um, more and more referrals. It's mainly uh, through word of mouth. So that's what mm -hmm. my my journey started and I'm still continuing on my journey. <laughs> and and I know that yes. you, you know that the journey is never smooth. It's not <laughs> like a straight paved road. I wish it could have been, but uh, you know, there are always roller coasters and there are challenges and some sometimes you really feel uh, low and you really yeah. want to think twice that whether the decision you made was correct or you should go back to you know what you were doing um, so of course the family support is huge in that times of uh, you know that periods of time um, I, I have I'm so fortunate to have that family support so uh, when there is any down moment uh, you know I, I think back and you know kind of have that positive mindset that okay I have had worse than this but this is yeah. this is okay this is still manageable doable and uh, you just keep <coughs> keep going forward even if yeah. you fall you know it's okay you can still you know get up move forward take one step at a time I am a strong believer of taking smaller steps baby steps you know kind of take that step experience it gain confidence uh fix your mistakes if you have done any mistakes and then once you are comfortable you take a second step it may take a little longer but again this is not a race this is a journey and exactly. everyone's <laughs> everyone's journey is different so i feel that uh, taking smaller steps is definitely better and i feel that you shouldn't be you shouldn't be comparing yourself with others because uh -huh. everyone's everyone's business is different. Their goals are different. The personal goals, the business goals could be different and they yeah. will keep changing. So comparing yourself with other entrepreneurs is a big mistake is what I yes. feel. You, you just want to look at your business. You want to set your goals, your personal goals, your business goals. And as I, as I said, they could change every year, which is fine. Sometimes there could be yeah. not so much growth and sometimes you really take a big leap yeah. in, in one year. So okay, but um, change is good, right? <laughs> it's good. Even if, even if it's a bit uncomfortable in the beginning, uh, it just kind of pushes you through and then you, you build more confidence. It's, it's great. You need change to, to, to make a progress. Yeah. So, oh my God. So this is wonderful. Um, your journey has um, seemed to be very, very delightful. Um, uh, so one thing you mentioned, so your transition from India to the United States, right? I often hear how difficult it is, you know, when you get your degree and you get all your, um, your credentials in a different country, it's hard mm -hmm. to transition into the United States. Um, practicing what you did in your country. How difficult was that for you? Uh, here's what I would say. The um, practicing um, in this country, I wouldn't say it was um, 
it was easy it was mm-hmm. little difficult but it was doable i mean uh, there were a uh, few uh, classes or few courses which were not um, a part of my uh, curriculum back in mm-hmm. india was something i had to do uh, mm-hmm. even though i had the internship done back in india mm-hmm. uh, you know when i came here i had to gain that experience again working in the hospitals here working in this yes. culture which is completely different from the culture back in india so that yeah. was a, that was a great experience uh, the the more challenges what i would like to mention here um, again this was in the beginning when i was still kind of learning i was still new to the country i was still new to the culture here uh, two biggest challenges i had to face which i have overcome 100% now but one was uh, learning about the um, culture the food habits even the learning about the different foods that are out here available in the right. in the store or what traditionally people make for thanksgiving or what is cooked right. for holidays yes. you know all those things were completely different um, because i come from a different country different culture different background everything was so different so learning about that and you know making multiple glo- grocery 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 to kind of learn more about what different products are out there what that what are they made out of what are they called you know, you know i mean, I mean I, just a, just a funny story uh, i was not even aware of what bacon is when i came oh my god really oh my god that is funny <laughs> because in india no one eats bacon that's like uh, not the acceptable food mm-hmm. in our culture so i had no idea what what it is what is it made out of how does it look like so you know just kind of learning that was yeah. uh, it was good of course i i learned so many new things but that used to be a little bit of a challenge when someone would someone would say that can i have a sausage and i'm like initially okay what is it i need to go back and look then i can tell you whether it's a good idea to have it or not so that was one one challenge that i would say yeah, so uh, like a, because in india you, was your diet primarily uh, vegetarian uh yes i primarily vegetarian people do eat meat there but again if it's meat it's only limited to like chicken, chicken mm-hmm. and uh fish but yeah. not other and of course eggs but not other yeah. than that so oh um, that's really interesting mm-hmm. thanks for sharing that story that's amazing yeah so you talked about positivity and having the support of your family right not everyone has that because you know as you know sometimes being an entrepreneur um you're like by yourself right <laughs> you have ideas you have things you want to do to grow but you're like who do i talk to <laughs> you know uh, and i know you have that support i have the support of my family as well but they don't connect to entrepreneurship right so they're just like oh, good i wish you well you know you're like so what did you do for yourself you know to to stay positive and what would you um recommend to other entrepreneurs to you know cuz it's hard i mean we know it's hard the journey is not easy but it's a continued journey right um but and sometimes we get knocked out and we're like is this for us right we're like is this really really for us so what do you do to stay in that headspace and that mindset of positivity and to keep moving forward i would say that uh thinking always positive uh positive mindset so just kind of you know anytime you feel low or anytime you start to 
question yourself whether what you're doing is the right thing. What I would say that ask another question to yourself that uh, what else you would like to do. Now, right. if I ask that, mm -hmm. that whether I want to be an entrepreneur or whether I want to go back and do nine to five job in the hospital or in, right. you know, in any other organization, mm -hmm. uh, when I think about it, I would always think that, okay, this is what I want to do. I don't see myself going back to where I started. Right. Not that it's a, it's a, it's a bad thing or anything, uh, but after spending so many years as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, kind of setting up the business, uh, growing the business and running it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of uh, without having minimum issues, you can yeah, say right. that's, that's a journey. And I, I don't see myself now, uh, you know, in that nine to five position job, right. I would rather be spending little extra hours, but still it gives me a little bit of freedom, a little bit of flexibility. Right. And, and most importantly, I really get a satisfaction of what I am doing. Because mm -hmm. when I see that the type of clients come to me, they are already motivated. They want to make a change. They know what's wrong with them. They have already identified that there is a problem right. uh, in their diet or, or whatever it could be. And they are ready to take the new challenge. They are ready to accept the new habits. Mm -hmm. uh, so that kind of keeps me motivated that, okay, what I'm doing is really helping others and people right. are finding relief. They are, they are, you know, improving their health because of making changes in the diet and definitely with my advice. So when yeah. I look at those success stories, yes. that helps me helps you, yeah. Yeah, motivated oh on God. what I'm doing. Yep. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So give us three tips that you would um, share, you know, three simple tips that you would share with an entrepreneur now. Because um, oftentimes I feel like a lot of people don't give themselves that time for that self-care or to make sure that they're eating healthy or eating at all right. you know so what three easy tips that they can include in their daily routine that you would okay. suggest so I would always say that as far as the daily uh, activities go I know your profession your business is yeah definitely important for you but more important is your health mm -hmm. your body is like an engine and we are kind of dependent on our body or this engine to get things done um, or be more efficient if this body engine is not functioning correctly we are not going to be successful so uh, self-care is extremely important and um, i feel that uh, having a scheduled routine as much as you can. I'm not right. saying that everyone is perfect. Sometimes even I am not, depending on what the priority is for that day. But try to have a set schedule, try to have the uh, meal at a certain time is important mm -hmm. because your body also gets used to that routine. So mm -hmm. if you have if you have a meal at certain time, you will notice that you have a better absorption and digestion mm -hmm. of the food, which is definitely going to give more mm -hmm. energy overall. So that's the one thing I would say. Okay. Number two, I would say that take time 
for exercise for physical uh-huh. activity if you don't want to call exercise some people get speak out when they uh, hear that word exercise <laughs> do some type of physical activity because um if we don't um do any physical activity of course you're not going to build uh, endurance you're not going to improve your stamina and uh, definitely that's another way of relaxing yourself i would also recommend if possible depending on the weather and where you live but yeah. if you can really go out and do physical activity in nature mm-hmm. it could be as simple as you know doing your exercise routine in the backyard so mm-hmm. i mean i'm not against gym i have a gym membership myself <laughs> but i still you know kind of make sure or find time to spend time in nature because yes. that's a great stress reliever especially after this pandemic um, oh everyone gosh. is glued yes. on the laptop or some kind of device <laughs> because uh, things are completely different this is how the new normal is going to be but in order to uh, have a break from this blue light to your brain cells to your uh, eyes it is really important to go out and go to the park take a walk play with your kids in the park or go hiking or go bicycle riding uh, there will be times that you will not be able to do that but at least make an attempt to do this uh, two, two times in a week is what i would say so that's my three second you, two to three times did you say uh-huh going okay. out in nature and exercising okay. i feel that physical activity should be done minimum 5 to 6 times in a week <laughs> yes. minimum but i'm saying that on top of that if you want to kind of spend some time in nature doing your physical activity try to do that at least two times in a week is what okay. i personally feel and number 3 is stress management this is okay. extremely important Mm-hmm. everyone is busy everyone has challenge it's a it's it's kind of a busy life for everybody and um sometimes we forget that we are carrying stress on our uh, mind on our head all yeah. the time and this ongoing stress can be a toxin to your body so and toxic. it can yep yeah, exactly and it can definitely create how work in your entire health so stress yeah. management is absolutely important it needs to be a part of your daily routine every day mm-hmm. just like you take shower and you brush your teeth and you know you do the typical things that we all do throughout the day you need to find time just 5 minutes if you have a little bit extra maybe 10 minutes but try to do some type of stress management practices yeah. it could be deep belly yeah. breathing it could be yoga it mm-hmm. could be meditation it could be journaling lot yeah. we we all have too many thoughts on our head yeah. all the time sometimes putting those on the paper you will feel better you will feel oh, that wonderful. exactly after uh, stress management you will notice that when you practice that every day mm-hmm. you are able to connect your mind and body together for the most part and that that connection between your body and mind is extremely important uh, for you to have a balanced decisions whether it's a personal decision decisions yeah. you, that you are taking for your kids or for your business whatever that is because under stress the chances are you are not going to take right decisions it's going to be very hasty maybe you're not even making emotional. right choices exactly. <laughs> emotional yeah so, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people um individuals realize uh 
how stress really affects you in your day-to-day life. Um, so thank you so much for sharing those uh, tips. That's amazing. Um, I know I'm learning from it. I try to do things right. every day, <laughs> um, but you know, we all get better with time, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what we like to do is celebrate people's successes and wins. Um, so, and success again, can be, um, different for everyone. So at this stage in your journey with uh, being an entrepreneur, running your own practice, how would you define success? Um, I would say that, um, of course, I mean, uh, in my business, I would say that um, the uh, success, what I would, what I would relate to is, just recently, I have successfully uh, built and launched a um, online program. It's done in smaller groups. Um, and my niche, my expertise is the gut health, mm-hmm. uh, nutrition and gut health. So uh, the program is definitely for people who are struggling with uh, gut problems like uh, you know, constipation, diarrhea, bloating, oh. gas. There are more than one, but these are the common ones I'm, t- I'm talking about. And uh, this program will help you resolve your symptoms and uh, help you reconnect with your gut so you can develop, you can live a symptom free life so that's the goal of the program this is a very okay. comprehensive program okay. which not just focus on nutrition mm-hmm. but it focuses on other pieces of this whole gut health puzzle like uh, physical activity stress management uh, how you can reduce your exposure to environmental toxins mm-hmm. uh, so it covers a whole bunch of things and um, i am uh, i am confident that this program is going to help people relieve their symptoms and uh, you know so that they can live uh, a symptom free stress free life yeah. and i already have few people who are going through my program and um, so far their success is uh, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really happy when I see that uh, myself, you know, that I have put together something that's really helping people yeah. who are really struggling and suffering and they are in pain. Oh, that's amazing. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. That Thank is you. definitely something to celebrate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'd like to close off the podcast with a toast in celebration of your success um, and your recently launched um, program. So I like to do that. First, I want to like introduce a great varietal uh, to your personality, to um, your business. And this is just something I thought that was fitting for you. Um, it's not really about the alcohol. It's about, it's about the, right. It's about the journey. It's yeah, about absolutely. the journey, right. Of how a grape's made and the time, the patience and everything that goes into that. And we, as entrepreneurs, we, we have similar journeys, right. In building and planting the seas and knowing our core message, you know, just right. like that strange, same process. Um, on top of that, I'm actually certified as a uh, sommelier myself in wine. So I like nice. to just do that as part of it. <clears throat> so for you, I chose the Petit Verdot, which is an intriguing flavors of herbal and floral notes of violet, lilac, lavender, and sage. Oh, um, perfect. Right. Uh, You seek to make the world a better place with people around you. Uh, You thrive with positivity 
and you promote excellence. So oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Let me grab my glass if you could grab yours. And cheers to you again. Thank you so much for being part of this um, podcast and to your continued success. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Mm. Mm. Wonderful. <laughs> All yeah. right. Great. Thank you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today and listening to Disrupt Your Day. Um, we hope to see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Make sure and subscribe to our podcast. For the latest entrepreneur buzz, sign up for our e-newsletter. Link in description. Remember, success is like a hangover. Cheers.